So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Been erroneous reports. People questioning my loyalty to him. That is absurd. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, if I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. On today's show, we're going to ask the question, what are you doing with? We're going to ask you about a handful of players. What are you doing with uh, these guys in Dynasty for the rest of 2022? Now, my co-host tonight is the guy who called me an old fucker before I hit the record button, but you know him more as the man of the hour and the man with the power. Jerry Sinclair, you weren't wrong, my brother. How are you tonight? I'm good. Uh, Central Iowa got hit with like three inches of snow. It's the first time I've seen that, so that sort of sucks. But what time did you wake up this morning? Uh, too too early for uh, for me. Um, yeah, my alarm. When, an, when an old person wakes up, so that's why you got called that. Yeah, well, I mean, but but old people do it intentionally. Like normally, I sleep into a normal time, get up at like five forty five, so I get to work on time. But for whatever reason, I woke up at four thirty in the morning and I could not go back to sleep. So uh, we are soldiering through Jerry. A lot going on in the dynasty world, man. Uh, how how are your leagues going so far? Uh, it was a little bit of a rough week, even though I don't have tons of Cooper Cup. Obviously, that's the the real bad news that sort of hit everybody. Um, my my redraft league, I did have Cooper Cup. Listen, listen, listen to the atrocity that is this league. So defending champion in it, humble brag, uh, three times in the last four years, yet another humble brag. Actually, not humble, just a brag. Um, I have Cooper Cup, I have Jamar Chase, and I have Hollywood Brown. And this this is a standard redraft, right? Like two running backs, two wide receivers, one quarterback, 
So I got wide receivers and flex lockdown, and absolutely none of them are playing. So I'm five and five, and I'm just trying to stumble my way into a playoff spot. So hopefully they can come back and I can make a run. But overall, it's okay. You know, I, I think it's I'm having a better year than I have in the last couple, just trying to reboot a couple of teams like I have been, but it's going good. This was a this was a work worse week than the rest of the season has been as a whole, I think. Yeah, my my teams, we're gonna get into Cooper Cup here in a bit. He's one of the guys we're gonna talk about, but um that did not help my really contending teams, obviously. So that was not good. But we're gonna get through all of that. Just want to make sure before we get into the body of the show, of course, good people, bad tweets. We uh, want to make sure we mention the YouTube. A uh, couple of new subscribers last week. That was awesome. Really appreciate that. Um, didn't get a chance to check before we hit record for some, uh, excuse me, five-star reviews. Great way to help the show. We're going to talk about sponsors in the Patreon, obviously in the body of the show. We always do. But that's the simplest way. Just subscribe anywhere that you're hearing this. If that's YouTube, go to YouTube. Leave a comment, thumbs up a video. Helps out a ton. If you're listening via podcast and it's iTunes or it's Spotify, leave us a review. Those are the uh, the big ones that really help us out. And the guys are putting out a lot of great content right now, whether it's the Rundown, whether it's the SmackDown, whether it's the Daily Destroyer, um, the War Games. A lot of good stuff coming out of the DWZ right now. So make sure you're subscribed everywhere. Lock in so that you don't miss anything anywhere jerry but uh i'm not gonna waste any time i ain't got no time to waste we're gonna get into everybody's favorite segment jerry good people bad tweets now jerry this tweet was so bad that i had not one not two not three not four not five but six people <laughs> send me this including good friend of the show i won't even name that good friend is uh not to drag them into this but uh six people reach out to me and say hey you got to get this luke sawhook tweet and oh, luke, 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 luke yeah you know which one it is and uh this was i don't see the date on the tweet um fantasy trade just went down uh i get damian this is a redraft by the way we'll make sure i caveat this okay i get damian pierce for Jonathan Taylor and Justin Fields. Okay. Well, that backfired absolutely uh, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So here's what I'm – I'm going to address the Justin Fields part of it. In a redraft that is probably a one-quarterback league, I got it before this week because I was skeptical too about the – the possibility of Justin Fields continuing to do the things that he has done in hindsight after one more week and now four straight weeks of at least, I think 80 yards rushing or more, he looks pretty awesome as a fantasy quarterback trading Damian Pierce for Jonathan Taylor is just wild on a level that I cannot even fathom because you had to take him either one one I mean, I, I would say almost universally he went 101 in a redraft league. Uh, I, I, I will say that, that as the redraft season kicked on, CMC creeped into the fair. 101. So, so no, but no later Still. than 103. We can agree no later than 103 is and what you initially paid. And if this is uh, 
points per carry, you know, maybe it'll get a little closer because Damian Pierce is getting a lot of touches. So in the format like that, you know, maybe I could see it. Randy, that is Hall of Fame bad. And, well, and, I, I, and, and, and Luke, Luke is a young guy, mm-hmm. and he is still learning his way in this game. And, and I don't mean the analyst game. I mean the fantasy player game. It, it, he is he's an entertaining kid, and he's a good analyst, and he does all that. But you gotta take the lump on this one because this is a bad. This is this is like Ray GQ and the Jalen Rager thing. Like you gotta, you just face that. You you sold in. You gotta take the mud when the term time comes. Well, there's some context now. You're right. It was a one QB league. He did have Lamar, and yeah, at so the time of the trade, him. Jonathan Taylor was nicked up. And, and, and looking back, the field. So, so hindsight, you know, look, looking back through it, he, he did own it. You know, he put a ton of context out there. So in a vacuum, it did look really bad. And if, you know, he, I think he said his record was seven and two. So I don't necessarily hate it, but I, I, it's, I felt it's not going to kill him by any means, but also like if you're seven and two and you have Jonathan Taylor, you have to assume shit's going to get right. And you you took him either one hundred one or one hundred two. I mean, I don't. I just it couldn't be me. It's a it's a move that is very very risky with for no reason really. I just I can't I can't. Well, I mean, unless he needed Damian Pierce that week, I I didn't get the the sense of urgency to overpay. Yeah. For at at the at the time. Um, but you know what? We're talking I mean, JT plus. It, it, but but you know, in in fairness to Luke, it does look bad now, considering oh, yeah. JT had his breakout game and yeah. Fields has put up back to back, back to back bangers. So in in fairness to him, at the time, given the context, it is uh, bad. It, it, yes. It's just not an absolute atrocity. So, um, but that, but that wasn't the, the, the real tweet that uh, got my shorts in a knot. Okay. It was uh, Denny Carter of NBC Sports Edge coming to Mr. Sawhook's defense. Uh, and, and Denny at CD Carter 13 said, can't help but notice at Fantasy Receipts, which initiates and fosters bullying and harassment campaigns against fantasy football analysts, goes after younger folks in the industry. This is a typical bullying tactic used by the weakest and most pathetic among us. Denny, that is the dumbest tweet I have heard in a long time. It is Luke's tweet was bad. It wasn't good. And I understand that you want to be the the virtue signaling white knight who comes in to his rescue, but I got news for everybody, including the guy sitting across from me. The minute that, that you start charging for your opinion, you're no longer an artist. You're in the commerce business. You are now selling your opinion to others. Therefore, you can be criticized publicly. You know, I, I don't see a white hat in uh, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. It was a bad take. And that's what Fantasy Receipts does. They kind of uh, infringed on our gimmick, to be quite honest. That's quite, true. That's quite, quite, quite honest with you. I mean... Um, Fun spirited way, you know. Luke gets 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 fingered a lot. Not hanging out like fingered, but you know, like he gets pointed out a lot. Yeah. As do others. And here's the thing: it's not that Luke's a bad guy. Jerry mentioned he's learning his craft. 
Here's the thing. Luke has a skill that I wish I had. I'm going to be real honest with you. I wish I had this skill. You know what that skill is, Jerry? Social media. Being he is really, 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 really good at social media. That's what Luke's figured out. He's got a lot of these young guys do. They've got the social media figured out. I wish I had that level of social media-ness to my game because I don't. I do not have that. I do not know how to make tweets go viral. I do not know how to engage for content. That is a skill that as someone who's doing this at very young in his career, he is learning that. But you have to understand that. So if you go to the worldwide interwebs and you pay someone for advice, you have the right to criticize them. If you went and saw Wakanda forever like I did, yeah, I was there opening night, you have the right, the minute you shelled out your 15 bucks or whatever for a ticket, you have the right to criticize that movie. If you go buy the new Drake 21 Savage, or is it, yeah, 21 Savage album. Don't look at me. You have the right to criticize and review that album. That's how it works. If you pay for something and you do not feel like you got value for your dollar and you're in the selling of opinions business, you're at risk of being criticized. Now, if he was just some college kid doing extra credit for a statistics class, different conversation. Leave him the fuck alone. But he's not. He's a professional. It says social media analyst for the Dynasty Nerds. He has the tip function turned on his Twitter account. So he is accepting cash money for these takes. He is fair game for anybody. So, Denny, I don't know you that well. I mean, I, I see you on, like, Twitter, kind of, because I mute you. But, you know, like, see less of. But this is a crybaby-ass cry tweet. It, it, it's yeah, weak. Mean, and if you're selling something, you have the right to be criticized. That's my opinion, and I'm going to leave it at that. I agree. I do I do tend to like Denny's tweets, but this I will say that this is a pretty bad tweet as well because it, it's not – there's a reason that this one got such backlash. It's because it's a – Because it's bad. Thing. It's, it's because it's, it's bad. bad. It, it, if Justin – uh, fields would have been bad this week. It still would have been an atrocious trade. It, 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 there's no way, shape, or form anyone that has played this game for any extended period of time would suggest trading Damian Pierce or trading Justin, um, Justin, Jesus, I, I'm flabbergasted, Jonathan Taylor for Damian just, Pierce. Just say it's JT, just, it's easier. Yeah, JT, like I, I, English is a tough language. There's just no way in any anyone listening to this thinks it's atrocious. It, yeah, I, mean, I, I just it, it's it, it's a it's a soft take. I'm with you. It's bad. You it's, need to be criticized. Also, that's the, I, I I will never understand people not doing this. Here's the thing. Everybody likes to say process over results, right? Here's the problem. We play a results based game. If you don't get the results right, then your process is wrong. There bottom line. Period. Exclamation point. So I, I just, I hate that. And, and what I think the common person misses is that regardless, this is a win for Luke. This, this well, thing had like, three, had, like, had like 300 retweets, a thousand likes, a hundred comments. That's the engagement. That's his shtick. Have we not, that's how he wins at social media. He's the guy who two, three weeks ago, the first week that Malik Willis started, you need to start him. He had like a laundry list of like 20, like basically every QB not named Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. 
And I'm not even sure they weren't on the list. He had like everybody to start Malik Willis over all of them. Whether that whether that tweet wins or loses, he wins because the take is so bad or so good that it generates interaction. It generates engagement. That is what they want. So, Denny, you can put off the white hat. You can let Luke continue to win at social media. That's why at like 19, he's got like already half the followers you do. And a year from now, he'll have more than you because he's better at social media than you. Quit trying to save everybody. Let the world play itself out. Everybody's playing a certain game. And uh, we'll move this thing on down the road, Jer. Yeah, I mean, we, we had to take some time for this one, though. It was, it was I got because so many, I got so many honestly, people. It, one of, it, I, I would put it as the, it's the Jerry Rice of good people, bad tweets. In my it's it's, it's going to go on the Mount Rushmore of good yeah. people, bad tweets for sure. And I, I think suspiciously, that's what they want. And suspiciously, suspiciously again, English language, not the easiest. Uh, we want you to know about our Patreon. Now, Jerry, it's not the biggest Patreon. No. You know, like like back in the day, like the, uh, the 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 Genovese crime family was not the biggest of the five families. But much like the Genovese, you know, we are a close, tight knit group. We do real well. We're very profitable, and uh, we would like to welcome you into our family. Come over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, Jerry. I put up rankings, mid season rankings on Sunday. You That's roasted me. You can talk about no, that here in just a, a minute. Bit. Just I, a I, I I I I. For me, the process of rankings is arduous and time-consuming and frustrating. I'm with you. But but I, but, but our patrons love them, and I love our patrons, so that's the only place that I put up my rankings. I'm going to do some running back rankings for them. I owe them a podcast in relation. But all that, that's the extra. It's 5 bucks a month, and it's to support the show. It pays for the streaming service. Um, you, you think that whiteboard behind Jerry was free? Dry erase markers? You kidding me? I think they grow. He takes those from work. But anyway, if you want to come over, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Come on over, hang out with us, join our family. And you know, I love the group chat because it's got three seasons, right? You got regular season, like right now we're talking trades. Uh, Sunday, Jerry, I found a way to put baseball practice to my advantage. Not coaching this year. So I drop him off and I've got like a three hour window from 11 to two, and I sit there from eleven to one, and I take all the start sit questions. We 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 break that down. Then you have like rookie season, like really starts in February through about June. You know, rookie content. You know, rookie rankings, all those fun things. But then, like the the, the secret third low key, like this is like the secret family. That's that July, August into September. That's when it's kind of slow, and we're talking about summer vacations, bar. But we're still talking dynasty, a lot of dynasty. But that's when, like, the human side of everybody comes out, and that's right. what makes it a family. True. 100%. JC starts busting out the toys. Cole's back at work, bless your heart, doing doing the – Cole, ba- back on – Sagamaw's finest. Patrolling those mean streets. So come over and find out what we're talking about. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. So, Jerry, let's get into this. We're going to do a little segment called uh, What Are You Doing With? And the first guy we're going to talk about, we've already mentioned him a couple of times. Uh, spoiler alert, I will give you this one, like, you know, like the, the old uh, drug dealer adage, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I've never had anyone come up to me in all of my years on these streets. No one's ever come up to me and said, hey, would you like some free drugs? 
You know, they always say like the first one's free. Never happened. But I'm going to give you the first one for free. I have moved Justin Fields up to number eight on my QB list in a startup. Uh, Started the season, I had him around 13, 14. Uh, You were shocked and amazed, Jerry. So what did you think of my ranking of Fields as, as number eight? And what are you doing with Justin Fields in a dynasty league right now? Oh, um, I mean, if I, so I don't have tons of them. I do have a couple because I like to diversify, but I'm holding tight. I, I don't want to sell them, but I also don't want to buy right now either, Randy. And I know that's a lukewarm ass, boring take to have, but honestly, after you have two games that are some of the absolute best that a quarterback has ever rushed in fantasy games in back-to-back weeks, it's going to be tough to trade for him for a reasonable amount, especially because he still has warts. He has not looked good passing the ball. And even if he did, the pass catchers he has are not good. They're just not. I mean, Darnell Mooney and Cole Kmetz of the world, he's getting a little bit more production out of them as everybody pays attention to where he's running. But in truth, they need an alpha there. And I don't want to say that, you know, he could take that Josh Allen sort of step. You know, once Josh Allen got Stephon Diggs, he took a step. But he has looked good. You you have to be happy with the seven to eight point floor just in his rushing that he's been giving you. I mean, at this point, it's like 14 because he's been getting like 80 yards and a touchdown every game. But you want to see he's never going to be a pass for 350 yards guy. He's never he he might not pass for three hundred in more than one game a season. Jerry, his season high is two hundred eight. That's what so I mean. Forget, like so if, if we get three fifty, can we get two fifty? Well, I know I'm saying even even if he got an elite guy, I'm saying that still probably wouldn't happen. But if we can get two hundred and thirty yards out of him, and he can still rush for eighty yards a game, I, I I think that's a good spot for him. And it's gross. I was gonna write a message on the board that says Justin Fields a star, and I hate him for it. Because I didn't, I liked him as a prospect, but after watching him, I didn't, I never thought it was going to be a thing. And you always wanted him to run and he just wasn't. And now he is. So it's, it's nice to have, I traded for him in the league that I have all the hurt wide receivers in just so I can try and get some, some boomer bust to make it to the playoffs to get those guys back. But Randy, you have been an eternal pessimist on Justin Fields. And you have him extremely high, so you you talk on it, friend. Well, you, you got to be fair, right? Um, yeah, I, I've always said this. It's, it, I'm always going to be on this show more about getting it right for the listener and the subscriber than I ever am about being right and making sure that my initial take on a guy was right. Um, I love what I see from a fantasy aspect. A um, hundred plus rushing yards. Two weeks in a row, including a record 178 in week nine, he's had 80 or more rushing yards in four of his last five, 60 or more in all of his last five. I mean, he is is rushing the ball. Here's the thing that concerns me. This is why I'm selling. Okay. What can I get in addition to Trevor Lawrence – for my Justin Fields. Can I give you Justin Fields? Can I take Trevor Lawrence? And what will you give me on top? Because here's the thing. This happened to Mike. This happened to Michael Vick. This happened to Lamar Jackson. 
this is going to happen to Justin Fields. Eventually, there's going to be more tape on this offense. Eventually, you have to take a step forward as a passer. He has completed 64% or more of his passes exactly two times this year. Exactly two times. He has thrown for more than 200 yards once. Tyler Heineke already has more 200-yard passing games than Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, he's already got more actual NFL wins. This is my concern. No matter how many fantasy points he puts on the board, at the end of the day, he holds on to the ball too long, which opens up the door to injury. He runs the ball a lot more now, which opens up the door to injury. I've seen it time and time again. We're going to go – so go, go back to Lamar's big breakout season, right, 2019. He played a partial year as a rookie, and he came in in 2019 and set the world on fire. He was the QB1. But what happened next year? He dropped down to the QB9. Why? Teams got more film on him. It wasn't as new anymore. You started seeing offense. Excuse me, you started seeing defenses like on that Thursday night game where the Dolphins blitzed the shit out of them. You start, and, and you have to be confident that this person can take a step forward. And you know what? Maybe they get him some more weapons. They got a ton of cap room, they got a ton of picks. But I, I, I'm putting a lot of eggs in my dynasty basket on Ryan Poles to get the players right. I've got a lot of eggs in my basket on the offense continuing to grow under head coach Matt Eberflus, who's a defensive-minded head coach to begin with. And I have to bank on the fact that Justin Fields is going to take a step. Could he rock our world the rest of 2022? 110% he can. But you know what? A lot of defensive coordinators, as a matter of fact, I bet all of them make at least seven figures. They make at least a million, two, three million. Their job in the offseason is going to be charged with figuring out how to stop this offense. Can he take a step forward? I don't know if he can or can't. I know he's going to be good the rest of this year. You know what? I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to continue to progress. I, I do think they're going to continue to add weapons around him. I do think Christian Kirk's a great number, too, so I'm just using him as an advantage. Hey, what do I have to add to a surging Justin Fields to get to an underperforming to this point Justin Herbert? What kind of deal can I make? I want to ride this two, three-game hot streak because we know how everybody's a fish and they live in a fishbowl and they only remember the last three weeks, and I'm going to try to piggyback this momentum now, if I end up getting "quote unquote" stuck as a contender with Justin Fields the rest of the year, that's fine. He's going to be an awesome QB two. He's going to be an upside QB one. And you know, if you have Matt Stafford and he was like your QB two in a one QB league, you're you're dancing. You're just dancing right now. He's awesome. I have him in a league running together with Kyle from the SmackDown, and I, I have him. You know, I haven't played him. I, I I I'm going to start. I'm going to bench Dak for Justin Fields this weekend against Atlanta. But if I can move him and get solid pieces that I have more long-term consistent belief in, that's what I'm doing with Justin Fields. I am not going to argue with you on that because I get the rationale. Justin Fields, it, the problem is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the reason that I don't want to overreact to the situation because Fair. I – I felt the same exact way about Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts makes me made me look stupid. And I still feel the well, same way. Well, it wasn't Jalen Hurts, pal. I'm just, I'm just gonna stop you right there. It wasn't just Jalen Hurts. But keep going. <laughs> no, but in the in in the in the case of a 
a the prototype of a quarterback that's just like this. They are the same. And he got A.J. Brown and he took it to the next level, which is why I, I think if they can get somebody else in there and, and they can get an alpha, that they can help him out. Because Allen Robinson wasn't that last year and they don't have anybody now. So it's definitely possible. What you got? Well, th- this is the first pushback. So, again, Washington in division with Jalen Hurts. They saw him for the second time yeah, true. last night. In the first game, on the road at Washington, he completed 22 passes for 340 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Last night, the second time this defense and that defensive coordinator saw him, even though it was at home on primetime on Monday night, which normally favors the offense in these matchups, he went 17 to 26 for 175 yards, two passing TDs, one INT. You know what? That's what you love about the guy. He still gets you the rushing. He got you a rushing TD to boot. So yeah. from a fantasy standpoint, it was great. But it, it shows me that Ron Rivera, who's a defensive-minded head coach, and his defensive coordinator, I don't know that gentleman's name off the top of my head, they took that time between week three or four and last night, was we record on Tuesday, they took that time and they say, hey, here's something we can exploit. And that's my fear long-term. Not so much with, 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 with Jalen Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts, I think I moved him up to three or four. He's right there in that Mahomes, Herbert, Allen mix. So I'm not like I'm, I'm penalizing him because right. he's, he's continued to do it. But this is my fear because I've seen it multiple times. I've been playing Dynasty for a long, long time. These defensive coordinators, they catch on. And I'm mostly concerned because I'm just going to be very honest. Unlike Lamar, Michael Vick, other running quarterbacks, I think Lamar's honestly the best actual passer of that group. I'm not so sure about Jalen Hurts. Excuse me, I'm not Jalen Hurts, uh, of Justin Fields. That's why I'm selling. I'm going to get something. I'm going to get something in return, or I'm going to pay up to get one of those top three. That's how I'm handling it. If you if you do decide to sell him, it's now. I, I, I mean, based, it's, based, on the, the, it's yeah, right based, now. based on the 300 yards of rushing, if you're a person that determines – that you don't believe in what Justin Fields is doing going forward or even for the rest of the year or whatever, or you just feel like you can exploit value. You have to do it following 300 yards rushing and three or four touchdowns, whatever it was in the last two weeks. Like yeah, it, it's, it's, it's 300 yards rushing and I believe three or four touchdowns. Yeah. So, so I, listen, th- this is about value. This is about, even though it's dynasty in season, people are stupid. I'm just going to be very honest. hundred percent. So Trevor Lawrence is on bye this week. If you can go offer Justin Fields for Trevor Lawrence plus, he may not have the ceiling, but it's about the plus. But I think I think the plus is a first right now. I think it is too. I think it is too. And Justin uh, Fields has been great. Can he keep it up? You know, I I will say um, I've got him much higher rated uh, on my dynasty board but not by a ton. But we spent a lot of time on Mr. Uh, Mr. Fields. I mean, we had to, though. He's, he's, it's, it's a he's on fire so hot right now. I'm, like just, I'm, just, I'm just looking so to capitalize right on that heater. I really am. Yeah. Um, so, so the next guy, another young guy. We're going to cover two young guys, two old guys. Okay. Jerry, what are you doing with Damian Pierce with, with Houston? Uh, I don't want – anything to do with Damian Pierce. And I say that with all due respect. So you're not going to give up uh, Jonathan Taylor? No. And no. Justin Fields in a redraft form. That's what you're saying. I, 
I I've seen it you, done. I <laughs> buy a pro. Um, I would absolutely sell Damian Pierce in every league that I'm in. James Robinson taught me my lesson. It, I learned from the mistakes that I make, and I think James Robinson is exponentially better than than Damian Pierce is. Damian Pierce has not done anything that makes me think he's great. He doesn't catch a ton of passes. He's not scoring touchdowns. Houston's not going to be in a good spot so that they're going to score tons of touchdowns. What am I what am I missing? Because he's getting a couple games where he's had 26 carries or, or 27 carries or whatever it is. He's not even doing tons of stuff with those. So I just it's a bad offense that he's not likely to score on. He's not great at pass catching. Uh, no thanks. I like I'm good. He's He's great to have if you what have are you him taking? right now. What are you taking? I would sell him probably a lot shorter than most people, especially if some people are selling him for Jonathan Taylor. But That's like, a redraft, Jerry. Redraft. I know. I know. I know. But but still, it, it, if his value is that much in a redraft league, you, you can assume that his uh, – like I view him in the same way I view Dante Foreman. And that might sound gross to a lot of people. I just don't think either of them really has a monumental fantasy impact next year. And and we're just riding them out this year. Damian Pierce will get drafted probably in the fourth or fifth round of redraft leagues next year. And he'll still be used on dynasty rosters. You just won't be winning a championship or even making the semifinals with him as one of your starting players. I don't, I, I I'm good. I'll sell him for anybody that, you know, just lost a running back or, or anything. Even if you have Cooper Cup or something and, you know, they had to move one of their flexes up into the wide receiver spot, I'll, here you go. Here's your flex replacement, bud. Yeah, he's actually more involved in the passing game than you might would have would have thought. He's had 27 targets and caught 22 yeah, yeah, in nine games. He had so six, he, though. That's, he that's did, the yeah, thing. Six, six catches for eight yards. That really skews the data for sure. Um it's not like the the Texans are done. They've got a ton of draft capital from the Deshaun Watson trade to Cleveland. Uh, currently, two top ten picks in the upcoming draft, and a ton of money for free agency. It's a huge running back class. So the odds of him maintaining this bell cow role, and you're right. So he has not scored a lot of touchdowns. He actually hasn't scored a touchdown since his bye week. So the last four games, no touchdowns. And when you're not chipping in a ton, you know, he's, he's giving you his, here's, I'll give you his last four games. Okay. 15, 14, good. 13, yeah. 12. Yep. Yeah. Good enough. He's, he's a solid RB two. Um, total season though. He is a fringe RB one. He's 13th overall and has had his bye. So in fairness, he is right. But this is not James Robinson. James yeah. Robinson finished his rookie season on an equally bad Jaguars team where he finished as like the RB4 and made the Pro Bowl, I believe, as a rookie. This is not apples into apples. This is apples to pomegranates. It's kind of the same, here's, here's but, the but not really. Ready? Dr. Yeah. Foreman has started essentially three of the last four games for them. 118 yards, 118 yards, and 130 yards in three of those four, and he's got four touchdowns to boot. If I can get Dante Foreman for cheaper, I'll just do that. I, I just, I really don't. Do you see Damian Pierce being a thing in the future? Is the question. I don't. I don't because of his lack of proficiency in 
the pass game. I think they could add a pass catching back in the draft. They could add they could add a pass catching back in free agency. He's not going to have the and, and it's just going to become muddled. And then you're going to have to deal with as a dynasty GM, you're going to have to deal with the draft capital conversation. You're going to have to deal with big dynasty dragging his value down in the mud and choking him out because yeah. he was a fourth round rookie. You know, th- those are my uh, overall concerns. He's 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 had some Dante nice Foreman. flashes. It, Dante Foreman's the same thing. If you go back to the earliest years we did this podcast together, all of these same things were said about Dante Foreman. And it took him, you know, I mean, granted, he had the Achilles tear. And we got to this point. Damian Pierce is having it now, which is good, and he'll get a paycheck for several more years because of it. But I'm, he, I'm he, good on that. I'm he has played it. the last four games, okay? Yeah. Over the last four games, week seven through ten, he is the RB seventeen. Now he's played all four. Nick Chubb, who's fourteen, has missed a game due to buy. Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, uh, Joe Mixon, all these guys are ahead of him, but they've I mean, only Mixon played three games. Game, he's he's, he's played he's played four games. Yeah, he, he's just not a week to week winner. No, he's a solid RB two that so far has remained healthy. And if I can get a first-round pick for that guy, we're going to talk a lot about him next year the way we're talking about Elijah Mitchell right now. I, not, just, not to say that Houston's going to go trade for Christian right. McCaffrey. Yeah, of course. But he's, he's, a, he's a guy with low draft capital. James Robinson, I love James Robinson. We're the OG James Robinson podcast. Shout out really? Shane Hallam for turning us on to James Robinson. But look at but the situation he's Look in. at the situation. And, 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 uh, and unlike a Travis Etienne, unlike a DeAndre Swift, Hell, even unlike a Najee Harris, at least all those guys, while they have in common, top 50 NFL draft capital. Damian Pierce can't boast that. So that is my larger concern with Damian Pierce. If I can get like any first, I I think he's gone. I mean, you're looking at most of us play super flex, but even in a one QB, you know, you get a first, you know, in in a one QB, I may want a little bit more. Like if I'm not, I'll trade my second. Too. Damian Pearson a second to get a first, but that's that's just me. Yeah, I'd, rather, see, I'd rather have you're the first. Che- you're cheaper than me. Just, well, that's because I, I just don't care about seconds, and I would rather have the first, and I don't think Damian Pierce is worth anything and, and, in, and, in the long term. I, I think there's a lot of factors that can tank Damian Pierce's value between now and your rookie draft that can't 100%. tank the value of that rookie pick. Correct. You know, if, if, if he tears an ACL – his value plummets. Dumb. Again, he yeah. doesn't have the draft capital of a yeah, Travis Etienne. Dumb. You know, he he he's not guaranteed that job back if he gets hurt. No. And I mean, that's, that's to to pull it back to Dante Foreman, that's exactly what happened. And you didn't see Dante Foreman's uh, value rebound until 3 weeks ago. You know what I mean? And like, and, and, he, and he's what, 26 years old? Like it, it just it never happened and he got lucky to have that happen that they happened to trade their star running back. I'll go same position, same rookie class, Brees Hall. He's still yeah. trading in like the top five running backs in a startup value. 100%. Why? He was drafted super high in the NFL draft. He yeah. also flashed quite a bit. His dynasty value has not taken much of a hit, nor will it Correct. between now and next season. But Damian Pierce, there's a lot more landmines you have to dance around. I would rather not dance around those landmines. And I would rather move off Damian Pierce. Um, but this Mike, next guy. Mike, Mike said Pierce is going to get Michael Carter, and I think that's perfect. I think that's exactly the problem. In, in, in the reverse, where Michael Carter was like more of a pass catching third down yeah. back, and th- then they bring in Brees Hall. 
It's going to be the reverse. They're going to bring in the pass catching third down back that's going to hurt Damian Pierce. But he, he's right. They're going to bring in somebody between the the salary cap and the the draft picks. But this next guy it hurts quite a bit. And uh, I'll just jump right into it. It's Cooper Cup. And what I'm doing with Cooper Cup first is is having a a candlelight vigil here in my mm-hmm. podcast studio. Um, this is like, I, I try to avoid like crazy, annoying victory laps, but Cooper cup's been my guy. I've been championing him since 2017. Um, I fought with other dynasty analysts over Cooper cup. I've been to bat for Cooper cup. I've got him on so many rosters and, uh, this bums me out, but unfortunately there's, there's not a lot you can do. This is, this is why I tell our patrons. This is why I tell the listeners of this show. If you're going to swing big at expensive guys, go get them right at your trade deadline. Go get them right before the playoffs. Because if two weeks ago you made that big all-in move to get Cooper Cup, maybe uh, I tried to do this in reverse before Cup got hurt. I tried to send Cup and some other pieces for uh, Jamar Chase and some other pieces in a league. And, And if you had made some kind of move like that right now, you're really sad. Going to acquire as if the Matthew Stafford injury wasn't bad enough, but then you double down his injury, you're you're wrecked. You just gave up a ton to go get a, a premium asset, and now he's hurt. And and this is the same mentality. Um, I'll, I'll circle back to Cooper Cup, but you got to take this kind of mentality involved if you go trade for a Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, um, and those are just the running backs. Those kind of guys, those older gents, that the minute they get hurt, again, their age is going to hurt their long-term dynasty value. So if you're going to win a ship, and we're talking like a month from now, and we're going into week 14, and your trade deadline hasn't passed, and you could do it, big thumbs up. That's the time to push the chips in. But don't do it now, and even if you have to, I don't love it. So I love Cooper Cup. Obviously, you're going to hold... He had the tightrope procedure today. Could be four weeks. Could be season ending. Um, four weeks from today would have him. He would miss ten. Excuse me. He would miss 11, 12, 13, and fourteen. So right in would, time for the playoffs. Right in time for the playoffs. Maybe him and Stafford, you know, want to come back, get a few reps in. That's kind of the hope. But I mean, you can't move him. I mean, maybe you buy him. Maybe you. Maybe you. You, you take a. a uh, a Christian Kirk, a little low-key victory lap. I actually told everybody in our patron group chat Sunday morning to go get Christian Kirk because I had heard on a non-fantasy but an NFL-related podcast that, that offense works a lot better when they funnel the ball through Christian Kirk, and sure enough, he blows up that day. You know, if, if you can take a Christian Kirk who's hot right now and you can send Christian Kirk and maybe – like a second. I don't know if that would be enough, but maybe you find someone someone desperate and you can go stash Cooper Cup for later this year or next year. Maybe that I do with Cooper Cup, but he is going to be 29. So I'm yeah. kind of on the fence. I don't really want to buy. I'm definitely not going to sell. Where are you at with Cooper Cup? Um, I don't I'm not buying, but I also understand not selling too, especially because if you have Cooper Cup, the the chances that your team is good or at least you're in a good enough spot where you can afford a loss or two over the next month. I'm going to guess it's pretty high just because he has been awesome because he is awesome. 
even when Stafford has been absolutely diarrhea this year, he still funneled the ball to Cooper Cup a ton. But this is what Stafford does also. So anyone, any Lions fan will tell you that Stafford does this. Sometimes he looks like he's the absolute best quarterback in the world, and then he poops his pants. And that's what's happening. And then it's unfortunate that we had to watch John Wadford or whoever it was. I don't know. I didn't, the I didn't watch of, it. The, the, the wolf? John <laughs> Wolford? The Wolford yeah, was, of, of Wall Street? Once I saw he was starting, I knew I was not going to watch that game. Um, but I think holding him is fine just because he's still going to retain. He's going to lose value. No way around that. But he was going to do that even if he stayed healthy just because of his age. But now more so, he's definitely going to slip. Um, but he'll he'll still retain value. I'm I'm fine with holding him. I think if you do decide to, it's selling him in the first month of next season. Let him let him have a 20 point game or or you know whatever a 10 catch 120 yards or you know what, doing what he does, and then I'm good because now he's then I'm flipping him because he's he's at the point where age is going to be a factor. Matthew Stafford gets injured at least banged up quite a bit that that's always going to be a thing. And they got the Super Bowl. They got the ring. You're much less hungry once you've already had your steak. So I just, I'm, I'm probably flipping them. I'm not trying to buy him because I feel like the person that has him is still going to want a ton. And if I got to not have him in my lineup and then I have to buy an injured 29 year old wide receiver, that's just bad practice in my opinion. Even if he is, a bad motherfucker like Cooper Cup is because he is, in fact, a bad motherfucker still. But you know, that's, that's but, but the, the 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 time to buy is now. For the next two, to, yes. this week, next week, while you catch your league mate in mourning, they're in sadness. You know, pe- people in mourning, people who are not when sad. it's fresh, not when it's fresh. I feel like yeah, it gets I, even I, cheaper. I, I, like when you have forgot that you have him when it's been think, like a week or two. I think you got to let him take that zero on Sunday. Yeah, maybe they even take an L. Like they, 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 Cooper Cup gets some zero points. Maybe they take an L because it's another big bye week, and maybe, maybe you get like a, a YOLO offer. But uh, Jerry, let's YOLO on one last guy. Now this one's going gotcha. to be difficult because the the ceiling is the tippy tippy top, but what you've gotten season to date has been the absolute floor. It is Darren. I want to be a baller, Mister Darren. Waller, what are you doing with D Wall in a dynasty league, particularly a tight end premium? Uh, it sucks, right? Because he's pretty old, but also he has shown. What is your problem with old people? I'm not. I'm you not me I'm, old. Listen, now you're calling Darren. I, listen, Wall, Darren Waller. I, I'm probably hold on. I think you're. Old old, he's Waller. thirty. I'm probably 30? older than Darren Waller. Darren Waller oh. turned thirty in September. Okay, ages son old, of a bitch. I'm a lot older than Darren Waller. I mean, well, then put some respect on this man's name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I am also not going to be running out onto an NFL field because I would, in fact, die if I attempted one play. It's, I don't know. Derek Carr seems like it seems like it's the end of the road there. I I mean, you bring in Devontae Adams and your team crumbles, right? Everybody gets super excited for the, the outlook, and it's just been bad. I mean, your Colts went in there and just beat them, and they brought a guy off the couch to do it, and they still did it. Now, granted, they finally went to the game plan that should they should have been doing the whole time, which is Matt Ryan and giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor, but I digress. I just 
It seems like that's I believe the term you're looking for is mollywopped. Yeah, they did. They went there and mollywopped him. Uh, but it feels like there's going to be a changing of the guard there at quarterback. And so then you're going to have potentially a rookie who could, you know, I mean, I think they're the second pick right now, which I don't, I don't think they're going to stay that, but if they do end up with one of the great young rookies, you know, maybe that's a boon, but also maybe it takes some time. And by that time, he's going to be 31, 32, 33 years old. If you can get him for relatively cheap, I think he's fine tight end premium or not, because the tight end position is an absolute joke. It's it's honestly like it, it, I would feel everybody complains about kickers. Kickers are more reliable than tight ends are. At least I'm going to get seven points out of my kicker. The, The tight end is not going to do anything. Now, granted, we're talking about dynasty show and I don't have kickers in dynasty leagues, but you get what I'm saying. They're just, it's bad. I mean, look at George Kittle, right? One of the drafted in the top four of tight end every single year, all because of like four years ago. Doesn't do anything. He does nothing. He's either going to win you the week or you're going to get blown up for the week. Yeah. Like it, it's just all, any, Darren Waller has a pulse and he plays tight end. So yes, you would be happy to have him. So if you can get him and you can acquire him, absolutely you should. For that reason and that reason alone, because otherwise you're going to have Mike Gusecki, who's going to get you 1.1 points for his one catch in one yard, or he, you know, anybody else. Because that's that's what it is at this point. You can have Taysom Hill as your tight end, and he'll score you 30 points, or he'll give you nothing. TJ Hawkinson, blow up, do nothing. I I mean, the list goes on and on and on, except for Travis Kelsey, who is a robot. He is, in fact, a cyborg. Uh, so we're in a league together. Uh, now, I didn't make you the trade. Uh, the I was, I'm 5-5, five and five, defending champion, but the tight end premium must start, too. This is like how the sausage is made, you know. Um, so I, I offered Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold, so you have the entire Jacksonville connection for Darren Waller. I think I'm going to cash in my chips. And I'm going to move basically one tight end because Arnold is Ingram. Ingram is Arnold. Right. And uh, see if I can't get somebody who, uh, you know, at least I can bank on Waller. He's going to be there. It's yeah. going to be him. It's going to be Adams. Um, they clearly need more weapons there. And uh, I think long term, uh, I think they get, he just signed a new contract. He's not going anywhere. No. You know, so I just made a little low ball offer on him. I think I'll probably get rejected. This is the story of my life, Jerry. I'm not afraid to get rejected. No, yeah. I, I think these and are the conversations. So, so Jerry and I are having a conversation about these four guys. These are the kind of conversations you need to be having with yourself. Now, not out loud. Now, luckily, we live in the day and age of 2022. You could have your AirPods in like Jerry. You could be having an out loud conversation with your car going down in the car, going down the highway. As long as you got like one AirPod in, they'll just assume you're on the phone. Not really knowing that you're crazy as a shit house rat having a conversation with yourself about the dynasty crazy value. A shit house rat. <laughs> you know, not really knowing that you're sitting there having a conversation with yourself about the overall dynasty value of Chuba Hubbard. 
Right. You know, they just see your mouth moving, but they just assume, okay, cool. He's on, mm-hmm. she's on Bluetooth. They have the Bluetooth in, they got the AirPod in. They're not crazy. <laughs> unless, unless Cole's the one clocking you while you're speeding on the freeway. He's assuming you're talking about. Now, now, now if, if, if you have your AirPods <laughs> out and like, I don't know, like a lot of cars have uh, like Bluetooth, you're all right. You're all right. Have yeah. that conversation out loud. If you have any kind of a commute, like every day, the rest of the week, here's a challenge for you. Pick a player. Tomorrow morning, or if you're in your car right now, as soon as you finish the podcast, hey, you know, what's the real dynasty value of Chuba Hubbard? And just have that out loud conversation as you as you drive into the office today. Maybe it's a factory. I don't know. But but then on the way home, you may debate, what, what is the long-term dynasty value of Greg Dolich? Dolcich? I don't know. I don't know. Have that conversation with yourself. But if you were a member of patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone, you could have that conversation with me or Jerry or in the group chat or one-on-one or however you want to have that conversation. Now, you're a lot less crazy because you're actually having a conversation with me. Do I take phone calls? Sure I do. It's the day and age of 2022. We're a text-based society. We do a lot of group chats and, and DMs, but what, I don't care. We're here to help you. You're helping the show. We're helping you. That's how this works. Is this right, Jerry? That's works. I mean, that's that's it. That's right. Jerry, hell of a straight man over there. So check us out, man. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Jerry, uh, what else you got? You got anything? Get to go home? Get to go home, Q? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I'm going to be in Michigan in a couple of weeks here, which is... Are, are you excited for Thanksgiving? Now, Thanksgiving's a great holiday. Yeah. It's honestly my favorite holiday. I was going to say, where, where, do you, where do you, well, you, you kind of already answered. Where do you rank Thanksgiving in the pantheon, the pantheon of American holidays? One. Number one. Because it is, you get, I am a big fan of soul food and sides and everything else. So, and this is the holiday where you get all of that. So I love that. Uh, it's also based in tight. A football happens all day. Now, granted, a lot of people are pissed off that it's always the Lions, but you guys can suck my ass because it's the only thing we get that's enjoyable. So while you have to deal with your weird uncle who's talking about weird shit, you know, at least we as Lions fans, when that conversation starts to drift, we can talk about how the Lions are losing and we can we can center that. Well, they've won back to back games. Yeah, listen, I and don't get me started because I'll get too excited. I'll think we're going to go to the wild card because I do like the direction of the Lions. But we we need it on Thanksgiving. It's the only day we get. So don't take it from us. We've had 60, whatever, 65 years of this point with one playoff win. And you're going to take the one thing that we have. I hope you rot in the deepest pits of hell, you bastards. But so you get football, you get, you know, all, all your loved ones. It's usually like a nice, you got a warm fireplace atmosphere. It's cozy. We're having a good time. You're meeting and greeting, you know, new significant others. You're judging them, you know, giving them a hard time. Hopefully talking shit about football. I mean, my Spartans are bad, so I'm not going to be doing that this year. It's it's a great holiday compared to like, I mean, Christmas is a good holiday too. Don't get me wrong. Here's the thing that I will say about Thanksgiving. And you got me on this Thanksgiving rant. You did this yourself. Turkey. To, to to use the, the language of my Spanish friends, it belongs in La Basura, which is the trash. Because turkey is just not it. I, I want to either do A, ham, 
because ham ham is a premier meat to turkey. Can I can I get a hell yeah, Randy? Uh, you, you're you're speaking. Keep going, brother. You're, okay. you're rolling. So, keep, but, here, keep, but here's the thing: I want to take this to the next level. Why in American society have we not made ribs culturally acceptable on Thanksgiving? I feel like ribs is a premier dish with a little green bean casserole and a little stuffing and a little mashed potatoes. I feel like it's perfect. I feel like it fits perfect. And I feel like everybody, more people like ribs than they like turkey. So I just, I don't know. So revolutionize the holiday. Couple of three things there from your rant. Uh, A, I have Thanksgiving. This will be odd. Now Thanksgiving is my third favorite American holiday. Number one is July 4th. A, it's Independence Day. B, I love a good summer holiday. And C, I'm usually on vacation that week. So those those three things just uh, make July fourth. Oh, it's also the only week that we don't have travel baseball. So there's there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot going for the week of July fourth in my household. That's number okay. one. We got fifty four no. minutes in before we finally hit it. Everybody not bad, out. not bad. Number two is Memorial Day. I love mm-hmm. that kickoff to summer. It also ends my busy season at work. But then, but then number num, number three, it's it's Thanksgiving. And um, I like the fact that I don't have to go shopping. I like the fact that I just I, I can just hang out. Uh, this year on Thanksgiving Day, we get three games. The Lions are the only team without a winning record. The rest of the games, you're going to have, at least as of today, there's one more game to play before Thanksgiving. We're gonna be, that's week 11 coming up. Mm-hmm. Then on week 12, that's the Thanksgiving week, you're going to have the Bills at the Lions. Lions get the losing record. You're gonna have the Giants at you're, you're, you're gonna smack have, those asses around. You're huh? gonna have the Giants at the Cowboys for what will be a pivotal divisional matchup. Uh, Dallas always sucks ass on Thanksgiving, by the way. And then you're gonna have the Patriots at the Vikings. So those are three really fun games the the week of Thanksgiving. So you're gonna get some good football. You're gonna have some some good fun. We are gonna be here next week. Um, Jerry is traveling. We're going to try to get something down. If not, I I will fly solo. Um, again, I am uh, staying local, and my wife and I are hosting uh, Thanksgiving. So I may take this one solo because for Christmas, Jerry, you're probably going to be flying solo or one of the other members of the fam because I'm going on vacation. So we got that going. Oh, hopefully so, somewhere nice and um, not Indiana. It's not Indiana. It's uh, okay. it's out of, out of country. Oh, and so uh, ne- never done like that. Okay. Uh, well, you know, um, we we we've uh, we didn't do much for several years, so like the vacation fund is okay. Okay, that's good. If we don't win some dynasty the leagues, it may, it may not be as okay <laughs> as it go. was. Well, you, I mean, you did win our money league, so it's you, all you know. Sense um, now. But yeah, but that 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 money's already been put back into more dynasty leagues. But <laughs> listen, man, great catching up with you. If you stuck around right. all the way to the end, thank you so much. Please consider our Patreon. If that's not really in the plans for you right now, hey, listen, we, we dig that the most. Just leave us a five-star review. Even if you're not a YouTube person, just hit pause, go into YouTube, even just on the web browser, you're going to use the app and just subscribe to the show. You can turn the notifications off. I do that for a lot of people. And uh, those are two ways you can help us. Uh, last thing I'll throw out there before we get out of there, uh, hate brand goods. They continue to drop new stuff every week. Um, it's not your run-of-the-mill Nike or Adidas or Under Armour. It's a nice compliment, too. Um, but it looks unique. It looks fresh. So head over to HVIII.com or search that in the uh, iTunes or Google Play Store. You'll find the app. 
If you see anything you like, I'm not telling you to buy anything, but if you see something you like and you decide to, that promo code Memphis goes a long way toward helping out as well. But on behalf of that man right there, the old people hating, the Thanksgiving loving, man of the hour, man with the power, Jerry Sinclair. Follow him at Jerry Sin DWZ. Follow me at DWZ Memphis. Someone, one of us, both of us, definitely one of us will be here next week to talk football going into week 12. Have a great week. Go make some dynasty trades. Talk to you real soon. Peace. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com, hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak